for all 140 plus episodes of the Game Central podcast, including bonus episodes. Visit gamebanter.co.uk for a complete archive of every single podcast we've ever done. That's gamebanter.co.uk. <laughs> Episode. I don't know what episode we're at, but we're in the hundreds, aren't we, Gareth? One hundred and forty-three. That's absolutely ridiculous. I've been to see a few movies lately. It seems to really be the season of cinema, doesn't it? Uh, I went to see the End Game the other day. It's not called the End Game. <laughs> the End Game. Yeah. Well, Everyone knows name. what it is. It's the yeah. End Game. Uh, and then last night I watched Detective Pikachu. First half, yeah, go and see it. But uh, leave the cinema about an hour in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a little bit of a heads up. I really want to. I don't want any of you to see it. I just want you to tell you, and then you two to go. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I probably won't go and see it then. Um, but I won't do any spoilers because spoilers are horrible, and we've had some of those. Like, remember the red wedding, Gareth. Yeah, that's where your wife was on a period the day before, so you couldn't have sex on the wedding night. That's disgusting. It's not actually that. Oh. It was the day when you were literally... I could tell you were crying, even though you were messaging us, saying that someone ruined the red wedding for you in Game of Thrones. No. A former guest on this podcast, not one... Less than one week after they were on the podcast, spoiled yeah. a certain character's death in Game of Thrones... Uh, tactlessly and mercilessly. Was it the American? What? Was the American? Yeah, that American woman. I've already forgotten. I've yeah. expunged her from my memory. She no longer exists to yeah. me, Rob. Well, that's yeah. good. Um, and I hope you do that with every woman you meet. <laughs> what a sponge like... from existence. Well, yeah, pretty much. And hide them under the floorboards. But how is your life, Gareth? You still going to the gym? I've uh, been twice this week getting That's the really guns uh, reloaded. I get what? Do you see results? I've got like upper arms now. I've got like arms, but I've still got a massive belly. Well, your arms was connected like Rayman. Just you had no upper arms. It was just these floating um, forearms. Uh, not no, but not Explain yes. You sound like you are talking through a tin can. Yeah, seriously. I've heard better well, quality in a tin can. Listen. Where are you? And what the fuck are you using? I'm at my mum's house using a Samsung Galaxy S9 and Why? a Steel Series headset. I'm pretty sure that's enough tech to get me through. No, seriously. You should listen back to this. The Samsung Galaxy, yes, but the, the headset seems to be wrecking it. Right, let me just try something. Maybe it's not using the microphone on the headset, so it's like the well, phone's... Does sound better like this, then? Whoa, it sounds God, amazing! Yes. So, it's the headset? Yeah, the headset is just really bad. It makes it sound like, like you said, it makes it sound like it doesn't have a microphone. It's using a microphone on the other side of the fucking wall. You're trying to make me feel bad. I wasn't. Seriously, when you listen back to this podcast... Alright, <laughs> let me try them up with Bluetooth. All right, that's that's going to work really well. I can't wait. 
Right, get ready, guys. I'm about to connect Bluetooth. Oh, connect. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. And can you can you can you hear me? But what I'm saying to you is, this is a headset that's specifically made for this sort of thing. You know, it's got a retractable mic. Is it acceptable now? That's great, yeah. You sound great. Oh, I, I know that £120 wasn't spent badly. You know when someone gives you money at Christmas and you're like, oh no, I'm going to buy something pretty ludicrous that I would never have bought in my life before, just because you can. So it's my treat. gone really quiet, though. What? Now Dave's gone all quiet. I'm what have Dave. you done, Dave? I've done nothing. Have you put your artist headset in as well? Don't use the <laughs> wired feature. <laughs> I haven't changed my headset. There we go. Maybe you need to put the microphone in your mouth when you speak. I just need to just talk louder. There you it. go. Project. I remember, Dave, when I was your age. Do you remember the old default Xbox Live headsets? Oh, Yes. Yeah, that bit of plastic that went over your head and then you had like, <laughs> yes. a great ball and then the one earphone. Like, I remember because yeah. I used to smoke profusely while playing Call of Duty and that little ball on the end where the speaker is got so yeah. congealed with like nicotine. By the end of it, it was just this brownie, horrible texture and you could almost, every time you flicked it, like dust particles would come out of it. But, uh, those are <laughs> depressing times and we've all been there. Um, yeah. Gareth's going to the gym now. Uh, I've been married. Dave, you're married as well. So there we go. Um, Dave, are you okay? Are you going to the gym? Uh, I'm okay. I'm not going to the gym. Um, right. I feel like I need to, though. I need to follow our example and just, uh, you know, get fit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm good, actually. been enjoying my week playing yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Also... Um, I've been eating healthily, uh, taking a lead off of Gareth, um, because my wife, even though you know you say to your wife, darling, you look brilliant, she's gone on this health for craze thing. Mm. Uh, it's the keto diet, or whatever it's called, keto diet. Yeah, what 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 do they do in this? Because there's a couple of people from work at work on it, uh, yeah. and I and I don't care enough to ask the question, but I am a little bit intrigued now. Well, ask so. them if they've got keto crotch. What? I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, it's basically because your body goes into a mode called ketosis because you basically try and deprive it from carbohydrates. Um, so the vagina starts emitting a pungent odour. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Something to do with the pH balance. Okay. Uh, not that my wife suffers from it yet, but something I'm looking forward to. Like, yeah, I was going to say something that you can't wait. I can't to, wait. Uh... I've already got my Doritos ready. Uh, <laughs> just waiting for the salts, as they say. Oh, cut that out. Sorry, that is disgusting. Yeah, please edit that out. Edit oh. that out. No one wants to think of that. Oh, the word sauce implies such a <laughs> thickness and viscosity. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. It's an uncomfortable viscosity. <laughs> something that's now really prominent in my brain oh. <laughs> you know, I, can, oh. I can picture it without actually being there can you taste it though Dave no, <laughs> no not no That's, I don't think there's any uh, taste sauce is such a concentrated flavour like it's yeah. just flavour distilled to it's bare syrupy essence 
Yeah, that's it. This is almost it's, it's literally one down from a stock. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, Funny it's, stock. it's one down from a sludge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, stock is one up from close a sludge. sludge. Yeah. 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 But anyway, guys, we're not here to talk about discharge. We're yeah. here to talk about <laughs> probably the same. Uh, some games we've been playing. Uh, the very cream of gaming. Uh, we're going to do our news articles first. Just did a bit of a burp there because I just had chips. Um, and then when you talk, it comes up, yeah. and then you kind of have to swallow it a bit. Um, so before we do anything else, let's go through to the news. News. news, news, news. So, the news this week, Gareth. What's our first news story? Uh, the first news story this week is... Do we want to talk about Sonic right now? First thing? Yep. Yeah, yep. Let's go in. Let's go in. Uh, there was a Sonic trailer. Uh, for was the there? Did Sonic you see film. it? Yeah, he slipped <laughs> under the radar. Uh, yeah. Not many people managed to get their eyes on it, but uh, this trailer used Gangster's Paradise as the backing uh, music and yep. it included Sonic uh, looking like a paedophile in a onesie with the teeth to yep. match. Yeah, you That's know Gareth's next cosplay. <laughs> oh my god! Did you love? Oh no! Um, I don't want to go to anyone. Dave, you masturbating over a paedophile in a onesie? No, I'm just thinking. I've got to go to Comic Con. Oh, oh no. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm missing May in London, but the yeah. next one is in Manchester. Birmingham. I think Manchester. Uh, after I think Manchester's in August. And, okay. And yeah, Have there's been invited. Be... Uh, not yet, because uh, the they wait until like the last month to invite. Dave, me. are you talking next to a nuclear reactor, or is it just me? <laughs> I think. Uh, have I not turned it off? No, because every not? time you're talking, there's like a wow, wow in the background. You might be like a this fan. A, I don't know. This is well annoying. No, there's nothing in the room. Oh. Ah. Maybe there it's is. Can't see it. just it's just the atmosphere. It's freaking me out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just imagining all of these Sonic cosplayers just coming out of the wood, yeah. woodwork. Ironically. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're going to say it's ironic. Oh, it's really ironic. No, it's not. You're, you're the, you're the one, two, three people in the world who actually enjoyed the paedophile costume. <laughs> exactly. So what I'm going to say is, obviously, the, the designs and the, the CGI is done by the same company that did the Pokemon. Detective Pikachu. Is yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And, and I mean, the Pokemon imaginings of the Pokemon in the real world are, are quite impressive. Um, but it, it makes you wonder because <clears throat> the amount of processes that this design of Sonic would have had to go through, not least Sega themselves, you can't imagine Nintendo giving the go ahead for something that would fuck Mario so hard. Oh, no. Yeah, this is not. it. Is that no? Because the people have recently, because now it's out, uh, they've been saying that about Detective Pikachu. Is that despite the fact that the story itself might be a little bit lax, despite the oh, fact that some things are a bit weird, they said is that it doesn't harm the Pokemon name or Nintendo's name as a whole because it's polished and you know the animations at least and the character designs are not you know, are true to what you would imagine them to be like when you said, oh, it's going to be a live-action Pokemon movie. 
everyone just went, oh, this is exactly what I expected. They look good. So you're right, is that, you know, if there was a, if there was a board in the, or say, of Nintendo executives okay. looking at the, the Pokemon uh, Pikachu uh, character models and going, that's not good enough, change that. They wouldn't have said it like that, but... Well, you know what I mean. But um, no, Sega, would have been... Sega just didn't do anything. Right. So they looked at him and just went, you know uh, what, I like the fact he's got human teeth. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. He pushed them. They had a really good Sonic. And they were like, oh, no, I don't want that Can you have Sonic. a human smile, please? Yeah, <laughs> and human eyes. And fur. Well, the, 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 the director... Like the, uh... God, tell us what it's more like, Rob. It's more like the werewolf Sonic. You know, from Sonic Unleashed. Oh, yeah. 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 Two main people have done a Photoshop of the... Um, the kid from Jumanji when he turns into where he's turning into them and they've just photoshopped that picture blue and it kind of it pretty much looks exactly the same yeah. as the current Sonic and they were like we did this as a joke but now this is probably the character model that they came up with and say just agreed <laughs> well the director's come out and he said we've heard you uh, you all fucking hate this so we're going to change it <laughs> So they're going to redo the Sonic in the film, and it's oh, going to look no. way better, guaranteed. Yeah, there's a few fan models that have um, that have replaced the CG, so the paedophile Sonic, with like what Sonic looked like in the games. Um, and they said, wouldn't this look so much better? And then someone has like screened catch that with the current tweet to say we're going to change it, and then everyone's like, oh, this is how it's going to look now. He went, no, that, that, that's a fan model. That's not how it's going to fucking look. They said they're going to change it. doesn't mean it's going to look fucking better. <laughs> Sonic in the real world doesn't work. It's, it's, it's just weird. Yeah. It's the just, thing yeah, it's, is, it's, it's, all the fan oh. models are like, look, I made it look more like Sonic. And then everyone's like, oh. <gasps> like yeah, exactly. man, why didn't they make what? it look like Sonic? It doesn't look anything yeah. like him. Yeah, some people said that. It was just like, you know, why, why, is it, why do you have to change the way that the character looks? Why did you have to change the way it Like, people have sold items of clothing, games, all sorts of merchandise with this guy's face on, with Sonic's face on, the way that he looks. So why do you have to change it? Why do they just have to go... Sonic is the way he looks. Yeah, that's the point. And then, obviously, once they'd finished the trailer, they thought to themselves, oh, shit, we haven't put a backing song on it. So someone's obviously just gone through their bag and just found the CD and said, oh, use this, Gangster's Paradise. He's got absolutely nothing about Sonic. Sonic's not a gangster, is he? No, he was the edgy one, though, wasn't he, in the 90s? It was like, here's Mario, but here's Sonic. He's cool. He's edgy. He's going to tap his foot when you... But they said as well, it just doesn't... like Everything about the trailer just doesn't actually make sense. Like it's, It's almost the opposite the complete opposite of what Sonic is. Like, Gangster Paradise is not exactly a fast hip-hop tune. Even if you're going to do a hip-hop tune, why choose one of the slowest ones in existence for a guy who is oh, famous geez, for that... going fast? My neck, my back, lit my... <laughs> that really would have gone with it. But even if they did, like, a dubstep version of Green Hill Zone, Ooh. there's so many good Sonic tunes, if it just went... Boom! Bueno! 
So I'm available if they need me. That there again, yeah, and, and despite the fact it was ad lib, is a better tune yeah. than anything that they could. Have... Why fucking gangsters? They, they might not think they need you, Rob, but they do. Based on I what I've just do. heard, they need 110% you. One hundred and ten percent, they do. Okay. Some people are screaming about Jim Carrey, just saying, right, he's just going to be Jim Carrey uh, in a Sonic movie. But I was just like, if anything, a movie like this kind of needs an over-exaggerated villain because yeah. it's a stupid concept. Like, let's not pretend as if Sonic's uh, lore is packed full of like hard-hitting uh, fucking storytelling and narrative. Like, it's a guy who wants to pollute the world. That's pretty much what Doctor Robotnik well, is. He starts off as a good guy, mm. um, and I think uh, at the end he turns into the bad guy. Uh, yeah, but I said is that a character like that does need complete overacting from someone like Jim Carrey. So I think that's well, definitely can't take, itself, can't take itself too seriously. Yeah, this is like, it. Pokemon. <laughs> it needs to have like some wink, wink moments, and it does need to have like I don't know. Let's just see. Let's just see, Dave. Stop talking about it. What's the next story? Um, the next story, I feel like we shouldn't talk about too much because we're not very knowledgeable on the subject, but there's been a lot of talk oh, recently yeah. <laughs> about like um, people who work on video games unionising because there's been a lot of talk about like crunch and yep. Yep. bad working conditions and people having to yep. work 50-hour weeks and shit when the game's just yeah, about to yeah. come out. Um, it's not really our area of expertise, I dare say, being that no, there's two teachers really and an admin here. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? You say that we know nothing about the working conditions of a, of a Joe Bloggs game designer? We don't come actually on. teach. I like to think that I take away... I inspire. Yeah, we, we have to inspire for the teaching to begin. Um, so what I'm going to say about that is I I don't know because I mean it's it's a tough industry and I think like we're all like oh we like the end product oh isn't that great um, but at the same time I don't think we think of the basically poor conditions that people have to work um, but then again I think if you go into the industry you go in there with a certain level of knowing yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't make it right. I know no, it what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying is that, you know, for some reason people think that game design <laughs> is a glamorous job. But I was just like, do you understand how very difficult and stressful that job is? It is a bit like, like going into porn and not wanting to do anal. Like, yeah, you'll be doing little, anal. They'll, they'll, they'll come my arsehole was hurting the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is what I'm saying. I did, I, Rob I, I, when he thought that he was going to be the one fucking. <laughs> no, sorry, mate. First, uh, first time on the job. Yeah. Can't trust you in the main role, mate. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think if it was us guys, us three, and I mean, what are the alternatives? So we've been given two years to make this game. 
it comes to the last three months before we have to send it away to go gold because our publisher is going to pull the plug. No, but no, but that's it. I think that's what needs to. That's what they're saying needs to change. It's not the fact that um, the people aren't willing to do the work. It's the fact that um, game publishers give unrealistic timelines for these games. Like they don't. It's not like the fact that the games or the game designers aren't working longer than average hours. Like a crunch period would be, say, four months of 100-hour working weeks, working seven days a week for 12 hours or more. Um, that's the argument, is that they're well, saying is that people's that? expectations for the games, they need to stop. I think crunch happens when the... Um, when the vision of the game changes, when the funding of a game changes, and they still want a, they still want the same result, uh, because yeah. the, and then the issue being is that the CEOs of the companies who make these bad decisions take, like twelve million dollars in a bonus, each yeah. year, and they give their, and then they cut, like eight hundred jobs or something like that, and they're like, oh, it doesn't matter, like. Uh, Look how much money we've made, but we've cut all these jobs because we want to earn more money. So, because there's no unions, because there's no backlash, there's no consequence for those actions. They keep doing it. So, it's about time that someone unionises with the um, game publishers and the game designers and get better working conditions. Well, the thing is, right, if it was just, say, us three, we were just making a game between ourselves and we give us... What have you called? Uh, Rob and the boys. Oh, romance for boys. Rob and the boys. I said. Oh, Rob and the boys. Would the boys be spelled B O Y Z? Of course, B O I Z. Oh yeah. Oh, we've gone an extra step further. Could we have the um a remix version of something? No, I don't know. Yeah, Gangsters Paradise would be best. There we go. We won't. Coolio, by the way, is um is notorious for copywriting everything uh, to do with his content so I wouldn't talk about Gangster's Paradise anymore on this podcast right. unless he copyrights if it if we say it one more Sorry, time it summons him yeah exactly <laughs> uh, so yeah if us three were making a game um, three why have I been dropped I said three this th- what no you said two if no he definitely said three he just uh, said three he literally just said two he didn't he said three anyway it doesn't okay. matter. If right. us lot, if us three made a game, carry on. The, <laughs> the thing is, if it was just us three, we have options. We could like put it out in early access and then work on it at a steadier pace because people have already sort of bought it or we could do stuff like that. Whereas like a game like, say, Anthem, which no one gave a shit about, those people will still have been made to work like 60-hour weeks to get it finished. And then it comes out and it's still a piece of garbage that no one cares about. Like, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not the greatest. But I think that's why it's 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 top. It's more like the abuse and the expectations of the workers is higher for less money uh, when the disparity in pay between the top earning CEOs and you know executive managers of a company like EA compared to the people who actually do the work. I know it happens everywhere, but I think the point that they're trying to make is that uh, other people have got, or other industries have unions to stop 
people being exploited. Now, the game industry has never had unions, um, and because they've never needed to, I guess, until ah, now. Look at Respawn. They were like, oh, we don't like the way we're being treated by Activision, so we're going to move away. Oh, we've just been bought by EA. Look at Bungie. Oh, we, we're moving away from Microsoft. Oh, we're going to go to Activision. Oh, Activision treats us nasty. You want to make the big games, you have to align with the big companies. And the big who companies... Treat you, yeah, they treat you badly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you've got people like... Sony seems a good place to work, for, for, for instance. Um, Nintendo treat their people well. <laughs> well, I don't know. If you hear about the guy that did Smash Bros, apparently he was on an intravenous drip in his office. <laughs> yeah, because that was his choice. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. So if he no, said... No, no, oh, no, no, he, he, he went out. Home. Yeah, no, because he went down on record to say that he used to send everyone home, but then he used to stay <laughs> I'd love and that. work on it. That's all you can hear. And he's falling on the floor and bringing himself back up on his desk just to do a little bit more art. And then he falls on the floor and passes out. And everyone's going, he's sure you don't need help. And he's just like, no, go home. No, I'm good, go home. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay, then. <laughs> fine. Yeah. What a great guy. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But yeah, they're saying. He, I think he was saying in that interview that um, he was so passionate about the Super Smash Bros. that he was. Yeah. I don't know, that's a really weird boast. I was so passionate about it. Yeah, I, I, I brought myself to the brink of death where someone had to put an intravenous drip into my uh-huh. arm so that I could actually get sustenance. Yeah. <laughs> that's not good, man. You should see a doctor. <laughs> and defecated himself because it kind of involves. I wore that on nappies. That's yeah. how dedicated I was to Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Speaking of Super Smash Bros, uh, oh, here he they uh, released their 3.0 update recently, which had uh, Joker in it, the first DLC character, and Stage Builder. Wait, was that a segue into the next news story? Maybe. Oh, look at that. Fucking professional. You've done it. Uh, and that's pretty cool, but Joker, I don't like him as a character, really. He's a bit dull. Uh, Everyone says really overpowered and kills the game yeah. but I reckon they would have said that about fucking they said that about the plant didn't they Prana plant the probably plant. yeah yeah uh, the stage build is the most fun thing though I've made a couple levels I like it it's cool I've downloaded a few levels people have made like steamed hams in it and shit it's all it's all good Smash nice bonuses. could you make a stage which is an artistic representation of my face <laughs> I don't know. There's no like pizza texture, so I don't. Uh, yeah. Dave, it's all right, that's mate. disappointing, mate. It's disappointing. <laughs> I was, I was just really excited, but uh, uh, you know, no pizza texture, then fuck it. I'm you know, sorry, mate. Leave it. Not gonna buy a switch now. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to talk about Mortal Kombat 11? It came out. I want to talk about a developer that's been diagnosed with PTSD. All right. Well, Mortal Kombat 11 came out. Now let's on to Rob's story. Um, basically, the developer that was working on the fatalities um, has now been officially diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. disorder. From what? Yeah, From go- modelling people's guts getting ripped out? Yeah, on a daily basis. <laughs> for like 60 hours a week. <laughs> so it's so graphic that... Oh, yeah, uh, to be fair. If, yeah, if there's no cycle around it... Oh, I can't with another one. I've designed the animations. Could you just flesh it out? Yeah, sure. He doesn't realise that we go home and he, all he does is think about it. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And his kids are playing and he's just thinking about ripping out spines and stuff. Oh, could you just make those intestines like 15% juicier? Yeah. They're just not juicy Yeah, enough. could you? Yeah, I want them to yeah. actually look like sausages. I want them to be a bit more visceral, please. Could you? <laughs> yeah. Could you work on that, please? Yeah, so his kids are playing football, say, for example, and then, you know, one of the ki- kids kicks the ball, you know, the other the other kid saves it with his hands, and all he's picturing is that he, the other kid's hands getting bent backwards and snapping from the force uh-huh. of the football. And then he goes, oh! Snaps back in, and the kids are playing again. It's like, oh. it's like your work, love. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a fault. <laughs> I know, it's fine. It's bad that is. All the kids at school keep saying to me that because um, obviously they're um, they're fourteen, so of course they've played it. What? They're too uh, young for they it, keep... Dave. I know. I've never done that. I've never bought a game which I wasn't old enough to play. Okay. Have you? Fucking hell. They keep saying, they keep ex- explaining to me in graphic detail the uh, fatalities and how amazing they are. Um, and you say, I can't hear this. And I just go, well, that's nice. Yeah. I, I really don't care about the kids I work with. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> now. That's a joke, obviously. Gareth, care do, you a work bit. With, do you conversate with your workmates? You can first. I've been known to say words back and forth with them, yeah. Mm. Good. Do you sit in booths? Do I what? Do you sit in booths or a table? Uh, Do you sit in a booth or a table? Uh, a booth or... Why are you translating everything I say? Because you just cut out. Uh, it it sounds like someone was rustling a Snickers uh, wrapper yeah. next to the microphone. <laughs> uh, we That's sort of sit in like, um, I don't know how to, you know like um, a honeycomb like hexagons there's like hexagons all arranged and you can have like chairs on either side of each wall of the hexagon it's like an open plan office oh I'm with you uh, you, you have like table tennis tables and stuff no no nothing like that you're not those kind of guys no the council so, so don't really each side of this it. large honeycomb table uh, is is it blocked off by like walls so you don't get distracted from each other? Well, there's walls, but because the, I'm like relatively tall, I can see over the top of them, so I'm just making eye contact uh-huh. with people as the they time. work. Really awesome. the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, whilst they can't see your other half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your switch. I mean, well, sorry, Gareth. Next news story. Sorry, go on, Gareth. Sorry. Uh, next news story. Epic Games acquire Rocket League studio Psionics. Ooh. About time. Uh, about time. Sorry, you're talking as if that was a uh, that was something that you were excited about. Yeah, what is Rocket Epic League, Games? Rocket League's a phenomena. Yeah. What's yeah. Epic Games bring to the table? Nothing. That's exactly it. Money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they bought the studio, which means whatever they're working on now, Epic can fund. So whatever their next yeah, game yeah. is, that's going to be uh, well-funded now, which is good because Rocket League's good. So whatever they make next is going to be good, you would hope. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but there were some questions about whether this means Rocket League will be leaving Steam, uh, which as far as I know, those questions haven't been answered yet, but maybe no answer it's is the same as Minecraft being on PlayStation still, even though Microsoft own it. Yeah, they'd be stupid to stop selling yeah. it yeah. on Steam. I think there's something really sexy about your your opposition having to pay you or you know, <laughs> Sony people 
yeah. people buy a Minecraft on your system, but then you yeah. get a percentage of the profits. Yeah, you're just like, oh, look at that power that I have over your yeah. fucking marketplace. Yeah, pay me that percentage. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You just imagine Bill Gates, Dominatrix. Yep. Dominatrix? Yes. That's it, well done. This is this is what you bring to the podcast. This is all I bring to the podcast. <laughs> um, Alright, let's, uh, let's maybe get to... A last thing, shall we? I know we don't have a huge do amount it. of time. Uh, so there was a PlayStation thing this week. Um, yeah. Uh, the two things that stood out to me, they showed more Final Fantasy VII Remake stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, which, I heard, saw that. People that seem to go mental play, for it, it, but we'd already seen footage of this game, right? Like, a few times. I don't know why people suddenly were like... <gasps> they, they, they had an amazing um, yeah, teaser trailer, didn't they? And it looked... It just looked amazing, and it also had gameplay in it. And then, like you said, this one I watched it and just went, "It's nothing I haven't seen before, but it's still fucking amazing. It looks wonderful." It, I mean, it's probably going to be all right. I hope it plays like fifteen. Fifth. I love that game. Which one was fifteen? Is that the one with Noctis and that in it? Oh yeah, you Adios. loved that game. Yeah. Oh, I loved yeah. it. But you just look like you just love driving around and taking selfies and stuff, right? Yeah, but you haven't even played it, have you? I've got it on this PC installed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I apologize. You need to do it, Gareth. Maybe I'll do it uh, one day. Maybe Thank not. you. Um, but the other story that jumped out at me from this PlayStation thing is Medieval Remake coming to PS4 oh. in October. Oh, actually, I'm a little bit excited about that. Medieval, uh, everyone will know, is to... that game from that PS1 demo disc. Yes, yes. Which, that's uh, it, ha- it also yeah. had Tekken 3 on it. The same demo disc, I think. PlayStation 1? No one would have been Tekken 3, would it? Yeah, I swear that was... This is when you two confused me. Tekken 3 came out on the PlayStation 1 in 1998. Okay, yeah, I thought sorry, so. Sorry. Yeah, I think I had... I, I, I had the... Yeah, that demo disc did have... Both of those games on it. I remember playing as Panda and beating up Paul. Good <laughs> times. Good times, man. Good times. Sounds like a battle in a dog in a bin. Yeah. In a, a bin. In a bin. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. In a Birmingham um, bin. But yeah, I am actually. I don't see Paul fighting that Panda in bin. Second freak yeah. combat in March 1997. Brenda! <laughs> Mad. <laughs> Tekken, mm. Tekken Tag was the first one on PlayStation 2. Yeah, and I remember really enjoying that as well. Thank you. Alright, well, I think that's pretty much it for the news. Unless you can think of anything. <laughs> I mean, we've got like four weeks to cover because it's been so long since we did one. So if, well, if anything jumps like out. Smash Bros. So. <laughs> that's what? it? No. Nothing. I'm good. No, no, nothing, nothing. No, Dante is coming to Devil May Cry. Dante? No. <laughs> He's coming to Smash Bros, not Devil May Cry. What? Is this breaking Dante's news? No, this is my news. This huh? is what's actually going to happen. I see. <laughs> this is your news. This is the news that you're going to bring to the table. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Oh, so, Gareth, that was fantastic. What made you choose that track? 
<laughs> no, that's not how we do that. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's video game music segment. I'm the host of the segment, Gareth. Uh, now, coming up is what have we been playing, uh, and you're going to hear me, spoilers, talking about The Last Guardian. Um, <clears throat> but people who have played that game will maybe listen to what I have to say and be like, well, Gareth, you didn't mention the music. You love video game music, and yet you basically didn't talk about it at all when you are talking about The Last Guardian ten minutes from now. To which I say to you, that's because I'm giving the music segment to The Last Guardian this week. Um, I'm going to play for you the uh, mix that plays over the final titles of the game. Uh, it's called The Last Guardian Suite. It features basically all the uh, main themes from the game mixed together. The music in the game is amazing. Uh, it's very orchestral, very sort of low-key and offbeat at times. Uh, it's not really the music that you would expect to hear in certain situations. Very charming in that way. And I think that really comes across when you hear this suite. So from the original soundtrack to The Last Guardian, composed by Takeshi Furukawa, this is The Last Guardian Suite.
So, we've been playing games this week, as we do almost every week. Dave's slowly catching up as usual. For some Very reason. slowly, I don't know why you do it. Why you do it. Um, what? Let you go first, Dave, because... Um, you're playing a game that's very important to me, very important in my heart, and a game that got so many awards. We basically want to know, was it justified? Yeah, so I've been playing God of Kratos War. Kratos dies at the end. <laughs> uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Just literally. Um, I've been playing God of War. Are you just going to spoil me as I speak? I'm not going to spoil you. I'm going to spoil the game. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I was going to end the conversation now if this is how it's going to go. What, and I'll just spoil it and you not speak? Yeah. No, I'm just going to... Go I, don't, I don't want no, the game spoiled. Don't, spoil. think... don't do that. Yeah, I don't even remember. Okay. Don't do that. Sorry. Um, don't do that, mate. <laughs> don't do that. Please don't. No. Um, no, I'm really enjoying it. Playing God of War. Uh, I'll be honest, haven't played loads. Been quite busy um, on weekends, which has been annoying. I don't like socialising. Um, but yeah, been playing it quite a bit over the past couple of days. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. It's one of those things that I'd, I never thought I'd care about the um, surrounding scenery so much yeah. in a game um, I find myself literally just staring at walls <laughs> because they're really like just the intricate designs on some of the walls and you just go god that's really good um, you know staring at the scenery just like mm, it's really nice view I like that um, but then the combat as well I've never I never thought that I would struggle in a God of War game but it's got enough variety in it where I actually have to think rather than just smashing buttons um, you do have to think quite a bit about what you're doing you know what moves um, better suit this sort of battle what enemies are taken down first like do I smash out the minions or do I go straight for like the big the big dude Um yeah, I'm just really enjoying it. Um, Atreus is a bit annoying. Oh, that's the kid for people who don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's the kids. The kid's a bit annoying. You won't be saying that later in the game. Yeah, at the minute he's a bit annoying. Okay, yeah, he's um, like a little, a little. You know that kid you used to get at school that was ill all the time. <laughs> yeah, and couldn't play football because they were like, my mum and dad told me I can't do PE, and he always brings in a note. Yeah, always. always been, And he yeah, sits there it. on the bench with his school uniform on, like yeah. looking all grey. He's one of them kids. And you think, how could that have come out of Kratos' loins? Yeah. Imagine what Kratos would have done to his mum, poor woman. It was, she was a human, wasn't she? Yeah, he's, he was just a normal guy at one yeah. point. No, he was st- when he had Atreus, whatever his name is, Yeah, he was... He's still like Kratos. He's still his god. Oh, yeah. you mean Atreus' mum. I thought you meant Kratos' mum. No, no, Atreus's mum. What Kratos would have done to Atreus's mum? No wonder she's dead. Yeah. He'd be like, son, I'm so sorry. But I'm when so I made her mum, I smashed her pelvis in. <laughs> she died from internal bleeding. She wanted something a bit rough. I gave it to yeah. her. 
and she died. Yeah, Kratos' <laughs> child should come out like 18 pounds of pure <laughs> muscle. But instead of Tracy, just a little Smart. skinny little whippet. Yeah. I think yeah. what it's little things that annoy me about him. Um, I find that he's... The game keeps telling me to use his attacks. Yeah. The games are like, oh, make sure that you uh, smash square. Use his attacks. I said, yeah, but he doesn't attack the people who are about to attack me. He attacks the person that I'm also attacking. So what's the fucking point? Because <laughs> like, you can use to extend combos, Dave, and stuff like that. Yeah, so so I'm comboing this dude, and then he he shoots an arrow into him, and he falls into the floor. So I just I I, I miss my combo. Here <laughs> you go. It sounds like you and it, uh, you're not being in harmony. <sighs> no, this is it. Yeah, it feels like I don't think I haven't. I I, I don't think I've seen a uh, a benefit to his um to his attacks at the minute. I'm not saying that there isn't. I'm sure that you know after playing the game for a little bit, I'll I will harmonise with Atreus. But um, yeah, at the minute, uh, mainly it's the the annoying thing is the fact that he's obviously a child and there's amazing scenery and stuff. So when you actually appreciate it, then after quite literally about 15 seconds, Atreus just goes, "Are we going to move then?" He's just like, "Oh, could you that is exactly how it sounds." Yeah, literally. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, shut the fuck up! I was, I was enjoying this. Or yeah. say if I just, you know, text message comes in, just look down at my phone, and then in the headset, oh, I guess I like staring at rocks too. I, I swear to God, I'm just going to throw you off the cliff. Like, unless you are constantly trying moving. to get the father and son bond that has had to form throughout the game. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't think you're really buying into it, are you? No, I'm not, uh, because no. I don't believe, like you said at the minute, I don't believe that. That's his son. He's like, no, I'm, I don't believe that you're my son at the minute. He does the um, Carl test at the end. Um, so, but I'm like I said, I'm enjoying the story. I think it's got enough intrigue to keep me going. Um, I really enjoy the combat. I'm really getting into the. Uh, the leveling up at first was a bit confusing. I felt like it was a lot. I felt like they threw yeah, a lot of say armor and runes at you. And none of the actual attributes have been explained to me, so I don't actually know whether I want that to be improved or whether that's not useful to me. Um, you know, I'm guessing strength and defense are quite. Whatever had the best stats. That's just what. Yeah, I literally. Mean. When the green arrow says yes, that's going yeah. to improve whatever you're doing. Then I just put it on, hmm. um, and that's how the leveling up system's going at the minute. Um, and yeah. I quite like the visual designs. I like the armor. Uh, like I said, I'm really fascinated with the scenery, the locations, the grandeur of it all. And I actually think that third, that over-the-shoulder viewpoint, gives you gives you a, that close combat feeling, which really benefits the game. So, really enjoying it, loving it. Uh, I've also been playing Apex, and the reason I'm just oh, discussing yeah. this is because it's now finally. It's gone yeah. the whole full circle. Just like you predicted, Rob, when I first discussed it. Uh, sooner or later, it will just turn into any other Battle Royale game. And now, I'm not just complaining because it's now popular, but it gets to that point where you land in a loot zone, and instead of actually getting the gun which you can use, you now pick up ammo, and there's no guns. So it seems like they've nerfed the whole yeah. battle arena so that they get more games out of you. 
Like literally, there was about five games in a row where we've landed and there wasn't even a gun close to us, and we were just like, "See, this is when we first played this game. Every house you went into, there was at least a gun, which made it worth fighting for. And therefore, like we discussed previously, skill came into play. But now it's just gone the same way as every other battle royale game. It's now not skill. It's now based on pure luck. If you happen to pick up a gun in a battle situation faster than the other person, they will kill you first. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah. but on, that, play on that note, you know, Gears, yeah. God of War is to God of War 3 what Resident Evil 4 was to Resident Evil 3. You know, a Ooh, complete yeah, game yeah. changer. Yes, yes. Game changer. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I'm 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 craving playing it. Literally, even now talking to you, I'm just like, well, I, re- I reckon I could go back and play that for another six hours and do it, and 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 not even cry about it. You know? What I was doing, Gareth, I don't know if, if if you were thinking to yourself, surely this game has to fucking run out of steam soon. <laughs> Which one? But there's always something. Uh, God of War. Don't worry about Apex. That's just yeah. Okay. That was just a side note. Right. Uh, I I just had to get it off my chest. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I just did a boss battle in the Dark Elf realm, uh-huh. uh, and out on, like it doesn't announce itself. Literally, I was just killing up a few enemies, just walked through, and then suddenly he just came from nowhere. Oh, by the way, he's a boss. And I was like, "Fucking what?" And then yeah, like you said, it just led into I just destroyed a hive. Um, it was. It's just. It just keeps ramping it up. It just didn't doesn't let you stop uh-huh. until a trailer's winches again. <laughs> Yeah, there are some games you play and you're like, can this wrap up soon, please? Because like, I feel like I've seen everything in the game. Yeah. And I'm then done. there are some games like God of War where you think, I must have seen most of this game by now, and then it just keeps unraveling and unfurling and different bits keep coming out and you're like, holy shit, it just, it, it, it doesn't end in a good way instead of like a, oh, this never ends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah. mean, there's stuff in there. I don't know if you fought any of those archangels, Gareth. I did, yes. That's not a spoiler, Dave. It's just these bonus. No, bonus because bonus. yeah, I remember people are saying is that it's got a little bit of an open world to it, where you can explore um, the realms again. And but the the thing is, the first time I fought one secrets. of the archangels, I thought to myself, "How the hell am I going to beat this?" But then you have to use it using pure skill and reactions. But the only downer I'd put on God of War is that there's the normal difficulty, but then the hard give me a challenge. No, I don't know if it's give me a challenge and then there's another difficulty level. Yeah, it's, I think it's give, give me a challenge and um, it's something to do. It's like a pun to do with a god. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah. way too hard. That's like ridiculously hard. There's no middle ground right. where. I've I've tried it a few times and it's like the combat it's while it's great it doesn't seem to work in really intensive it just it's just I've read about it online and there's a lot of people that say well what is up with these difficulty levels one of them's because I feel that on God of War when I finished it I felt that I could take the skills that I'd learned maybe on a new game plus mm-hmm. and take them to another level but yeah. this le- other level is more like Dark Souls or something like that right. where it was two hits and you're dead I did find that the majority of the skills I was getting were like of no interest to me oh. you know I didn't find a huge variety in the amount of skills you're unlocking or 
you level up, but then the things you're leveling up from that, I didn't find hugely compelling. Oh, so it was say, more felt, just the world uh, yeah. that I was interested in. Yeah, I was about to say, like, the combat, like, well, like you just said, is that the leveling up system is that, you know, I'm currently saving up here so that um, Kratos can do a haymaker in raid mode. And you sit there and go, yeah. that's just a punch. Why, why, am I, why am I spending 2,000 XP on him just punching an enemy? Um, as you know, it'll be a satisfying punch. Yeah, but what I mean is, yeah, is that um, it seems like these moves that I'm unlocking should already be unlocked and I should be unlocking some sort of combo move and, you know, some sort of chain attack. Yeah, I think Kratos like has probably figured out how to haymaker things by now. This is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's learned how to haymaker something. Like, I, like I, I think he's realised how to uh, jump up in the air and knee someone from <laughs> a great height. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I need to unlock that. I don't think that's knowledge that he's yet to attain. Um, you know, I I don't believe that until I've spent three thousand experience point, he's not able to jump up in the air and smash his knee into someone's face. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but that's what I mean is that it feels like I'm just unleashing slowly combo moves that makes fighting a little bit easier. But I am slowly getting used to the more I play it, I am getting used to the combat style. Um, I've died a few times, but I think that's just down to my newbie errors because, um, you know, I, I, I got confused over what buttons I was pressing on, what combo unleashed on what trigger. Uh, but as soon as, like, like I said, even like the two hours that I played it this afternoon, I felt the more I was playing it, the, the quicker my combos were becoming and the the easier I was killing people. So, very enjoyable. Uh, very much looking forward to playing it more and just completing it really um, yeah cool. looking forward to it what about you Gaz um, <laughs> How Gaz um, I played two things of note uh, recently the first thing is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice um, mm. I was playing that at launch and I was you know I wanted to get in on like a uh, a from software game from the start because normally what happens is people will be playing Dark Souls for like a week and then you'll be like, oh, the Dark Souls came out last week, I'll play it. And then you get in and people are invading your world at like level a billion and they just destroy you. Um, Oh, you're like a noob! And they smash you. (laughs) Yeah, so I wanted to get in at the start and it turns out this one didn't even have like any multiplayer so it wasn't even that big of a deal. Uh, But I, I didn't enjoy the game um, I think the yeah. gameplay is bad. Uh, the combat's very shallow and disappointing, and there's like not really much to it. Um, but- Do you want to preface the fact that you've actually completed the game, and you're not saying this based on some other YouTuber's view that you actually played it? Do you know, just 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 to preface the fact that you. You, know, have, you have how spent hours on this game. You know how to play it, and you didn't. You know you did get good before I, you. Uh, oh yeah, I I fully completed the game for some reason. I I mentioned last episode we did like it's like a two out of ten for me or whatever. Yeah, uh, and I was still <laughs> playing it for some reason. Um, it's some weird combination of like not wanting the game to beat me and wanting when I slag this game off, because I think it's not very good, to be able to justify it with the, like, I did complete yeah. it. Like, you I know. didn't give up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. 
Um, it's shit, but I still slowed through it. Still came <laughs> up with this review that and this opinion that, despite playing it to its full content and extent, I didn't enjoy it. Is that okay? Is that allowed? You know, exactly. It's almost Dave. like they from software can't be touched because they've got the default of oh, you're just saying that because it's a hard game. No, it's too hard for you. Why don't you just get better at the game, noob? I don't yeah, exactly. completed it. Why don't you go back to playing Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> is that an insult now? It should yeah, be. Yeah. yeah, it should be. And I think it is. Alright, good. Play Fortnite for the rest of your week. Fucking do. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so yeah, I, I completed Sekiro. I completed it in time to be like, have timely discussions about the game, but now it's been like a month since it came out and no one's talking about it anymore, so... So that's that's not great. Uh, I also, over the last Easter weekend, uh, which is a couple of weeks ago now, I played The Last Guardian all the way through. Yes. That's uh, another game that I wanted to play. I really like it. It's not perfect. Uh, it controls really kind of badly a lot of the time. <laughs> but I don't know if it's on purpose or not. Like there's so oh, many yeah. times it is, you just don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I'm not a hundred percent sure because yeah. obviously the people who made the game know how to make an incredible game. Because it's by the people who made Shadows of the Colossus and Ico. But like, the character controls terribly, and it's a platformer for a lot of it, which you know that's frustrating. So many times I died was just because the character just missed a jump because he controls like he's walking through water. All the time, <laughs> and then the uh, the giant cat dog chicken thing, like yeah. everything you tell it to do, it takes like a suggestion. So it just most of the time doesn't do what you want it to do. I feel oh, like okay. I could have completed the game in half the time if it if you were just giving it just commands. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Not I would like you to sit there. Well, I want to go sniff this bush. No, shut the fuck up. Just yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I need to progress. More or less. Uh, yeah. But despite that, um, I do think it's an incredibly well-made game. Very good. Um, the connection you end up having with uh, Trico, which is the aforementioned mm-hmm. crazy animal, um, they do a good job. You see it coming from a mile away. You know the game has a giant animal in it. You know they're going to try really hard to make you care about this giant animal. Yeah. Um, and the, obviously the joke before the game even came out, everyone was like, they're going to kill this animal and I'm going to cry. Fuck them. How dare they? <laughs> um, yeah, like a never-ending story. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, Literally, like a never-ending story. Like, yes. Uh, <sighs> that and even with that baggage of coming in, like, they're going to try and make me like this fucking creature. Even after knowing yeah. that, I still yeah. ended up liking that animal. Like, I still felt a yeah. connection to it. It was still. I felt like I was on an adventure with this thing, despite um, the fact that you were subconsciously hating it. Did I have what wrong? Is it voiced by Jim Carrey? <laughs> I'd love that. No, they... is it Will Smith as the genie? <laughs> Dave, that's really bad taste. <laughs> oh, Will Smith. I was thinking of Robbie Williams. No, I was thinking Wait, of Robin what? Williams. Robbie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> no, Robin Williams did the genie, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Robbie Williams is yeah. a different, a different person. Oh, I know him. I know him. He's all right. He's all right. 
Um, one invoice and anything either. <laughs> would you? Would you? Would you? Mm-hmm. Would you mm. recommend it to someone who played Ico and Shadow of Colossus and thought mm, it's a bit up itself? Oh, it's definitely up itself. Yeah. It's like it's... how high though? Let's say <laughs> let's say Ico was up to the colon and Shadow of Colossus was up to the stomach. How far up itself would? Uh, I'd uh, put it somewhere in between. Somewhere okay. like up, big, big intestine. Okay, you know, large intestine. Right. Yeah, the large hey, intestine. Hey, do you know the pancreas isn't part of your digestive tract? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I realise. I realise that's so, where you. That I realise yeah, that that's where you were going. Yeah. Really now help I your realize. digestive tract. Yeah, exactly. Now I realise <laughs> yeah. is that your pancreas plays no. No part in your digestive tract. So <laughs> yeah. I realise I realise what you were getting at there. there you go. That's how we're going to judge how things are so far up themselves. Now. <laughs> Lovely. I think it, so. Yeah. The thing it has in common with Ico is obviously you know in Ico you're controlling. Well, you're basically babysitting another character. But in this oh, game, the... <laughs> that's, that's what he says, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. There's also a lot of nonsense shouting in uh, in this game, so you get that fixed. What does he do? Does he go, ah, grab? He might, yeah. He might as well have, yeah. What does he say? Just like, Kibo! Yeah! Kibo! Just nonsense, yeah. like, vaguely sounds like, come here. <laughs> I'd love someone yeah. to, like, redo the noises, which are like, come here! Over there, yeah, you! Oi! Hey up, lad! Hey up! <laughs> come back! Yeah. Sound pack, that would be good. That would be good. Um, what voice do you want? Northern sheep herder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd love that. Um, yeah, so it, it's definitely pretentious, but it's also got yeah. some charm to it. Like the enemies are these sort of um, suits of armor, sort of brought to life, and when yeah, you yeah. fight them, the music. Um, is a bit sort of like like making a joke out of them almost. So it's like any yeah. time's an enemy. You see it's a fat person walking around and goes dum, do, 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 almost do, 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 like that, yeah. Like yeah. this weird juxtaposition of like I'm supposed to feel in danger right now, but the game's sort of telling me that these things are a bit inept. So yeah, I don't know. It, the game's telling me that I shouldn't take this series. Yeah, there's a lot of charm to it, and like the area that the game takes place in feels like a very uh, well-realised area. Like, there are certain points in the game where you'll be up high looking down, and you'll be looking down at places you've already been, and it's like you can you can see where you've been and where you need to go next, and yeah. the whole area yeah, has important. a really good sense of place about it. So, it's obviously a very well-made game. Charming. They made me care about that giant fucking chicken dog thing somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it, it's probably their worst game I would say I've played Ico I've played Shadow of Colossus uh, I've not completed Shadow of Colossus I'm going to restart it I've got the PS4 version waiting um, but I, I think it's probably their worst but it's still better than most games most studios would make so even the worst game by the Shadow of the Colossus people is better than most people's best we don't get games like that anymore no really? definitely not it's worth your yeah, time I, for sure yeah is it? Does it have like? Because what worries me about games like that is they have this middle game lull where 
you don't seem to be going anywhere and it's like if you were to replay it you'd be like oh no this is that bit again that goes on for an hour and a half or two hours that I just have to grin and bear it It yeah it so it has that for sure yeah but it's helped by the fact you know you know where you are in the not world but this greater area at any one time because like I say they've designed it so well you're like in an area and you'll see on a cliff a mile away a place you were three hours ago so it's like you feel like you are progressing but there there are lulls you know there's puzzles where you'll be like what the fuck do I even do and that'll take Mm -hmm. ages and yeah but it's good no that's good me um, Robert well uh, I've still got Devil May Cry 5 for some reason I haven't traded it in oh yeah you weren't a fan of it I was not a fan Um, and I've been playing it for about 30 hours now (laughs) and I've literally just got to a point where it's starting to challenge me Uh, now this is the problem with the game and I've read it in forums and a lot of people have actually been having a similar problem in the fact that the hard levels, they're not available until you complete the one before it, the difficulty level before it. So obviously you play on regular mode. Now I'm playing on hard mode and I'm playing on the next mode, which I forget what it's called. But it's only now I've played through the game twice fully that it's now starting to challenge me. I'd have liked the ability to, you know, like it's used to doing Metal Gear Solid when it was like, I have played Metal Gear Solid before or I haven't played it and it adjusted it as such. Um, Wait, so you played the game on normal, say. I yeah. don't know if it's called that. And instead of going to the hardest difficulty, you have to play the next level up first. Yeah. What? How I is know. this a thing? We we solved this years ago. Yeah, we did. But I don't I don't know why it, it's like that. I, I thought it would be nice if you could just pick whichever difficulty level you wanted to go to. But I think I remember doing them in uh, To Don't May Cry in the past. Um, I think another thing that acts to its detriment, um, obviously I'm not going to go through the story because everyone knows the combat is excellent and yeah. and such. Uh, that's not really up for debate. But the problem is, is the gold orbs that throughout the game, you'll pick up these gold orbs. And what they do is they're basically like continues, but they allow you to get up as soon as as soon as you're down and you carry on with the boss at the same life it had when it killed you. So, oh, I see, yeah. So it's like a reservation I've got, Yeah, so I've got 30 at the moment. <laughs> they're very yeah. not they're not hard to come across. So if I'm battling a boss for, say, 15 minutes and it's down to its last bit of health, and I'm not feeling that out. pressure. Yeah, I'm not feeling that pressure. And you're like, oh, fuck it, then, man. I'll get off and yeah. swipe it back. A lot of the time, for my own, uh, my own pride and determination, I was refusing to use them. But then it gets to the point where you're like, "Oh, it's getting late. I'll just use it," and then hit the enemy twice more, and then it dies. Yeah, so they shouldn't have been in it because it's too tempting to use it. Right. Um, but yeah, like I say, hopefully now it's starting to make me think a bit more. Um, it will start showing itself as a better game. Uh, I've actually, because I've tried and look, because I've got Game Pass now, uh, yeah. not showing up. Um, it's actually really good if you don't haven't heard about it. Uh, apparently, 
people aren't going to go fully digital and Microsoft aren't going to make them do it because people refuse to buy the games. These are the arguments I've had. Um, but I've just been playing these games that I wouldn't otherwise have bought uh, with my kids as well because um, when they come over, they don't really want to play Red Dead Redemption 2 or Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> Boring. Here, <laughs> um, yeah, look at these open worlds. Look how yeah. amazing this wall looks. Look at it. So, no, I want to play Sonic. Oh, the thing with kids is it's weird. It's like, as adults, we're always like, we want more. We need better graphics. We need this. We need that. But when it's kids, because they're not from our era where we demand the next best thing or we demand the ultra-realistic graphics and gaming to be pushed further forward, they're happy with a very simple gameplay premise that they find interesting. I was playing a game called Humans Fall Flat. And I don't oh, know if any of you Yeah, well, I was playing it, that uh, a couple of weeks back and it's just yes. fucking infuriating to begin it's with. Infurious, yeah. Then when you get the control mechanics, you're just laughing your head off. And yes, it's a really enjoyable puzzle game. You hold the right trigger down and you put out your right arm. You put your put the left trigger out and it pushes out your left arm. So you're walking around in kind of like a zombie phase. And the characters almost walk around like toddlers, don't they, Dave? Where they've yeah. got like, these little they're, legs. They're, and they're not kind sure-footed. Of and they, yeah, yeah. they're kind of top-heavy. And they kind of just yeah. like, waddle everywhere and fall over. And, yeah. and then it was watching them play it and watching them try and solve the puzzles together. So there's like ones where basically anything that touches your hand or your arm gets stuck to it. So if you stick your hand to a wall or a door and you pull it backwards, you're going to open the door. And it's only when you let go of the right trigger that your arm will drop to your side and it will let go. But obviously, my daughter and my son, she was like putting her hand on his head and pulling him back while he was trying to do it. And it's just watching the physics and the animations and everything work that, that was so good. And, you know, it's a game that they want to play when they come over. They're like, can we play Humans Fall Flat? And then I said, well, I want to show you me shooting a deer in the face on Red Dead Redemption 2 like, they don't sit there and go wow k graphics they yeah, don't, go, they don't fucking yes dad wow. but they don't and it's it's weird how they're not impressed by it but they're impressed yeah. by humans full flat yeah and I was so I then got a game I got Ratchet and Clank on the Playstation 4 the you know yeah. the reboot uh-huh. that's yeah, excellent as well and I just think, as adults, sometimes we forget about the purity and why we love games in the first place. It's like Gareth yeah. with not liking Sekiro. My son and daughter wouldn't have a chance at that. Or the cumbersome controls of Red Dead Redemption 2. No. Gareth, you didn't like that, did you? Red Dead Redemption 2 sucks. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. I think that's why I get really, and I know it sounds sad, but um, I was looking at the game store on Xbox last night, um, just waiting for everyone to come online. And I was there was a there was a sale for I can't remember. I think it might have been a publisher sale. I think they kept it broad, but you could have got like the um, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro remastered editions as a combo pack for I think it was 40 quid yeah and I was like I'm really tempted to buy that because 
it's a game which I don't really have to like it's not super complicated and I I, I loved the Spyro games absolutely loved them but I thought yeah. you know I'll, I'll just wait until um until it goes it down does. a bit further uh, because I've yeah. got so much to play. That's mainly the reason. Because I've got so much to play already, I don't really need another distraction. But it's also a reason why me and Michael are just addicted to Overcooked. Overcooked 2 is one of the best games I've played in years. Yeah, and that's the a... game I want to play next. Because Yeah, seriously. It, like, that's such a simple premise. And it's oh, on the opposite so scale so of game Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Is that um, Overcooked 2 is the only game that recently I've wanted to buy the season pass for, uh, but I've already bought independently. I've already bought um, well the first DLC pack got bought for me, and then I bought the second DLC pack uh, yesterday. Um, okay. And then I thought, well, the season pass is 15 quid, and they've only announced two more um, DLC packs, so I thought, well, fuck it. There's no point in me spending the money I've already bought. You know, I've already spent too much money on DLC to make the season path worth worthwhile. But um, yeah. yeah, tempted. I, I would fully recommend you play the Overcooked Two if you enjoy even like the first seven less uh, seven missions or restaurants. Yeah. Um, buy the season pass because it just it just is endlessly imaginative and fun. Like you know, well, it's so simple. No one ever overcooked. One. The reason why no one cooked uh, talks uh, overcooked. No one overcooked. Sorry. Um, uh, 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 the reason is yes, because it's local co-op only. Now that's not a massive thing for um, obviously your kids. It's yeah. still really fun. Uh, overcooked was great. Uh, the difference with I've I haven't seen so many improvements in the game in an age. But Overcooked oh. 1 and Overcooked 2, it's literally like a different night and day difference. Yeah. It's smoother. Like, Overcooked 1, the because the whole premise is of Overcooked is that there are... You can play it single player, but it's boring. Uh, you need at least two people playing it. So there's two to four chefs in a kitchen, and it's not a conventional kitchen. So, you know, your ingredients are one end... The, the chopping boards over there you've got to put your frying pan on and it's like a, it's a game where you're cooperative in regards to um, I might only be able to access certain equipment and Michael might only be able to access certain ingredients and it's working together that way but then like the scenery changes you've got things like um, like little trolls in the game literally like mouse mice has come out like in in one map, mice, mice comes out um come out of cupboards and nick your food. Uh, if you don't dish up on time, they steal them and nick it or throw them in the bin, and therefore you got to do it again. It's a game based on uh, the quicker you prepare dishes and get them out in order, the more yeah. points you get. Uh, the thing about Overcooked One is that because it was so tight knit, um, somehow you got like loading lag. So it wasn't really lag as in network. It was lag as in there was too much going on and the game would kind of just freeze up a bit. Oh. The controls were a bit clun- clunky. Um, it, was, it wasn't it was fully realised in Overcooked 1. 
but then Overcooked 2 came out and not only did they smoothen out the whole gameplay, they added online cooperative up to four people playing seamlessly. We've had four people play it and not even experience lag, which is impressive. Um, the character designs are amazing. They even introduced uh, like different um, a wider variety of different kitchens and puzzles to solve, a wider variety of dishes to do, um, more fun dishes to do as well, um, as well as more challenging boss battles. It's, you play it, on your own, What's that? Because you play it on your own. No, like I said, I, I, I think I played one mission on my own to get uh, used to the controls, and it just was nowhere near as good. It just seemed a bit dry. I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing it, but... Mm. Do you play it with your wife, Dave? Oh, I would never be able to play it with my wife. My wife saw me and my brother play it, and we were literally bellowing at each other uh, in, like, excitement and anger at the same time. It was, like, excited frustration because we were, like, so close to freestyling it. Um, and, yeah, she was like, I'm never playing this game. She said it's far too stressful. I was just like, yeah, probably, probably best not to. Um, but honestly, it's uh, it's really good. I recommend everyone play it. I'm I'm super excited to play a new DLC. Talk about what I've been playing. Um, I was trying to get something, and then obviously went off on a tangent. Yeah, we went on a massive tangent. You were talking about how game that your kids aren't interested in super convoluted gameplay, and they want simplicity. And I was basically going to say how good Ratchet and Clank is, mm. and how it, you know it's no it's no mistake that you can actually get Sonic the Hedgehog 1 or 2 or Mario 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 Super Mario Bros <laughs> yep give it to them and they'll, they won't go oh this is shit isn't it oh look at that they'll play it and go oh that's a good game oh I love Mario oh Sonic's great because it's the concept behind it that's it. that's it for this week's Game Central podcast. It's been absolutely fantastic. Gareth, if you could leave everyone with just one wish, what would it be? Uh, what, all the listeners? Yeah, all of them. I have to give them all the same wish? Yeah. Fucking hell, what if I, what if I say something and someone don't want it, though? But all the other people did. Oh. You can please some of the people <laughs> all of the time, and all the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people yeah. all the time, that's what they say. So I will instead wish all our listeners a Merry Christmas. Fantastic. That's when you're probably going to edit this and put it out. (laughs) (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. Oh, oh, I need to fucking slap some water on that burn. (laughs) Bob, what would you wish everyone? I wish people wouldn't start going at length about a a game during my (laughs) what have you been playing section. That's all right. It kind of in the rhythm and the delivery and the flow and the poignant moment that I was trying to work to. Yeah. But I know what I wish. What do you wish? I wish that uh, when people say they're available, they actually uh, turn up and we can record a podcast on time for once. You know. Do you reckon that could be a wish that people could maybe come make come true? Well, yeah, I think so. And I think with all the our listeners interrupting and turning up on time, I think that's just human nature, isn't it? I think everyone, everyone at some point or another has faced everything that we've just said. And at the end of the day, we're just humans. And 
Days Gone, you know, it may be more of the human element rather than the zombies that are the danger. But we knew that anyway. Mm. <laughs> we did. Either of you going to get Days Gone? Nope. Nope. Well done. Well done. Uh, if IGN give it a six, they're lying. They if anything a nine point five that comes out, then you know that it's bad. <laughs> so until next time, all we can say is goodbye and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs>